0: hi everyone welcome i'm feel you are a big day happy new year to you all and i pray the year 2022 will be a glorious year for you and i in jesus name amen light and light once again as a platform where you can have the summer of the nigerian baptist sunday school lessons ahead of time especially appreciate everyone who has been listening not restricted by the denominational source of this message I pray that the Lord will sustain us through in the knowledge of His Word as we go again through 2022 and beyond. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our theme for January is The Source of Justice. And for Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, the first Sunday in the year 2022, our topic is justice vengeance and mercy that is taken from the book of genesis chapter 4 verses 1 to 13. no longer is it again saying when people have been rewarded recommended for an act of good deeds and it is never strange also to know that people most times receive punishment. And consequences of their evil deeds. People who don't do what is right also get punished, and get to receive the consequences of it. And this is what is leading us also to the lesson of today, between the two brothers, those two brothers, the first two brothers in the Bible, Cain and Abel, whom decides to do their the things and same doing their things i mean both engaging deeds and of which one was recommended as right and the other was not right and this actually leads to something more as an action from one onto the other and that is why this lesson is bringing to us a focal point of the danger of anger and envy want to check out what could lead more from being angry. what more could be propelled out of one? What could be a result of hunger and uh, envy when not controlled? And this becomes a concern to reunite today onto what the Lord needs right from us to do. And I pray as we go on in the lesson, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, our Lord, we bless you for a privilege to come before you to learn. Thank you, glorious God, because always you have been everything that we need. Thank you again because your word will bless us, your word will liberate us, and will leave us unpleased unto you always. Thank you, Jesus, for answering us. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Our golden text is taken from Genesis chapter 4, verses 10. It reads, the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me. From the ground. This story is a popular one, and as the Lord is bringing to us, lesson in three parts. The first part is the offerings of Cain and Abel. Read Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 to 5. What becomes very important here that the Lord wants us to understand is the differences in the offering. The first was the fact that Cain, whom actually was the tiller of ground, And we see that he is into farming. And that Abel, his brother, was actually a shepherd. These two brought up gifts to the Lord. But it was recorded that God God accepted Abel's offering. Why? Because Abel presented his offering in a more excellent way. His offering was a sacrifice that was said to be excellent. And why it was also said to be excellent was clear in the Bible. It was given clear to us that he brought the first and the best of his produce. That was what he brought, oh sorry, of of his gifts to the Lord. He brought the the first band of those Hanima. He brought them all to the Lord. And also Cain brought gifts. But the Bible didn't record that his own gift was best. Neither was he recorded as right. And what we see was that his gift was not accepted. God accepted that of King. Uh, Sorry, I beg your pardon, that of Abel. This becomes an important lesson for you and I to understand that God always checks through our motive of giving first. And when we give, the Lord is always checking how to assess our gift. How is it given? And when we are bringing forth the Lord, the only thing that the Lord expects is that we give unto him cheerfully, with a good motive, and honorably unto the Lord, not grudging as some brings gifts unto the Lord, as if the Lord is actually being pleading for a gift from him, or from for a gift that we are trying to present to people have there. This becomes a lesson for us to learn from this experience of Cain, and Abel with the Lord. So whatever we offer to God must be offered in faith while Abel was doing it. He was doing it in faith with belief and understanding that God who owns everything must be given back even the best. Understanding that there is no possession that is hers and when it becomes a possession of hers shouldn't be a concern of oh this is mine and too much for me to just be given out. Abel gave the best and the Lord accepted his gift. The Bible recorded even in Hebrews chapter 11 verse four, he was reckoned to be heroes of faith. And why? Because he actually responded in his belief to the Lord to give it all back to God. Who is the giver of what we have? God. And that is the lesson for us today that we too must render an offering that will be acceptable to God and all our time and possession in understanding must be clear that belongs to god and we must return it back unto god this is the lord's message for us no doubt should be allowed in our place of trending of sacrifices to god he wants it all and we must give it back to him the second part of our lesson is the sin of anger and envy that is taken from genesis chapter 4 verses 6 to 8 Yes, do not forget that I said initially that when one does what is right, such will be appreciated and recommended or appraised for what has been done. And when the other happens, such will also receive his or her own result of the step that he has taken wrongly. And we see that for the acceptance of a gift by God and the rejection of that of Cain became very envious and bitter and that is another thing that the devil has a way of doing even to those who do not do what is right. He still takes over them and still reveal and manifest another sin even right in place and this sin of envy and bitterness was upon the heart of Cain that he became so angry and he wasn't after any other thing but to get rid of his brother and what we see that God was even putting up to me was a question of the fact that why is he hungry why are you hungry and when we're saying somebody is hungry we know what it means reflecting an emotional feeling of you know displeasure and rage so what's something and when the Lord asks that the Lord also asks that why is your face downcast Obviously, people get downcasted when things is not rightly done or when something is not pleasing unto them. And yet, it wasn't as if God was doing what was wrong to have accepted that of Abel and rejected that of Cain. People get uh, downcasted when they are disappointed. Again, the Lord asks, if you do what is right, would you not have been accepted? And that is just the clear truth. Downcasting wouldn't have been the, the, the next thing to see if Cain had done it whole well, it would be accepted. And this is the clear message of God to us also from here, that when we do what is right, we will receive the result of it rightly. But when we do what is wrong, we should also expect that the same way we have done is also must be the expectation we would be looking out for. The scene of hunger and envy. And what we see is that even while Cain didn't do what was right. He was still not controlled in himself to have been able to make a U-turn of his action to do what was right. And instead, he was embittered. And his embittered act led him more to evil and to wickedness against his brother. Are you also raged in one way or the other today? Are you embittered towards something? The Lord's expectation is that you get rid of that. As the Lord also was able to make clear to him that it is not right that he could not control it, and when we check through today that the result of anger is so is so dead, is, is so terrible that one cannot even know what becomes the aftermath. Anger could make, could lead to malice. Anger most times lead to separation that we can just destroy things around us, restrain relationship. These are result of anger anger leads to fight and finally murder just as we see in the case of Cain. But the Lord expects that we take a control over ourselves and that is why the message is coming today. That we must not allow anger we must not allow envy. When we cannot control ourselves, to that which we are unable to control ourselves, we fall victim of it. Self-control is key. When we allow the Spirit of God in us to dwell more in us and control, then we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I pray that the Lord will help us. And how best can we overcome anger? It is not that to get angry is not bound to happen. But the Lord has expects that we overcome it. We don't allow it to lose out of control, and also the Lord expects that even when we have overcome with the spirit of anger and hatred, we pray to God for grace to be able to get rid of it. And I pray that we will not fall into the temptation of anger that will make us kick against the will of God in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of our lesson says, "Punishments for sin," and that is taken in taken from Genesis chapter four, verses nine to thirteen our love that we read for every action that man put up there is always a reaction Cain, when he was doing what he did maybe didn't have a thought around the consequences but there is a reaction that comes from god god was able to ask of him where is thy brother and the next thing that he was even thinking as a response back to god is am i my brother's keeper but that question is also pointing to you and I today. That God is omniscient and omnipresent. He sees everything is everywhere. And there is no hidden place for us for our sin and iniquity. When we do not do what is right, the Lord at every point of our deeds, He's seen it. Even when we think that man is not seen, the Lord sees it all. And that is what happened here also to Cain. And the Lord expects that even in our callous and indifferent attitude towards that which is right, and we fall, we find ourselves falling victim of what is right to do. The Lord expects our state of remorsefulness, a change of heart. He expects that we we'll take a turn around and repent. But what do we see of Cain? He wasn't remorseful. He didn't even see anything bad in what he has done, and he answered to God in that way. And what became the consequences? The Lord placed a curse upon him that he will become a wanderer, and even in mercy, the Lord wasn't even ready that he will be killed in the process, or that he will make a destruction of his life. He even said that people who season him will not be able to harm him, but that that will be a consequences of his action. He will become a wanderer. God, in justice, still show mercy, and as a merciful God that God is. We shouldn't wait until we would draw the anger of God as well for every of our actions that is not rightly done. The Lord expects that we would get rid of whatever it is that could be displacing unto him. I mean, get rid of our sin. And what is that sin that you have to? Is it like that of Cain, a sin of rage, uncontrollable one, and anger, envy, jealousy that could lead you more to evil? The Lord expects that we will also get rid of it. We've come to the end of our lesson. The clear message is that the Lord takes vengeance for those who are His own, and He will never allow injustice to prevail. I pray that as we go in the knowledge of this, the Lord bless us always. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead on Sunday. Bye, everyone. We'll live life to please God in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye.